Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello everyone. How are we doing? Good morning. Happy Sunday. If you're, of course, listening to this in real time. Hope you've all had a wonderful week. What's new? How's your week been? What have you done? This is the last podcast I'm pre-filming. I cannot wait to get back to you guys next week in real time and talk to you. (sighs) I've had a very chaotic morning, so I'm just very happy to be sat here chatting to you guys right now. Today's episode is like a reminder episode, if you will. Um, If you've seen the title, you can do hard things, and that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna be talking about. This little mantra I've been keeping with me a lot recently um but I also have decided there is going to be an episode next week on Christmas day I want to do like a top 10 moments of the year which I think is nice because in my head I didn't want to do a podcast because I was like I don't want to come back and like film and no not film like research and come up with a podcast episode topic um all in within like two days of me coming home and seeing my family but like I'm going to sit down and just tell you like top 10 things that happened this year like my favorite moments which I think will be really cute so I'm excited to sit down on that but yeah we're gonna be talking about uh I guess self-belief and self-doubt and the the thing that the what am I fucking talking about the saying like you can do hard things so before we start my my three loves we're gonna do three loves instead of three gratitudes because obviously this is pre-filmed by six weeks so I don't want them to be super out of date but my dad did go and get go and get fresh croissants this morning so I just had the first half of my coffee I've got hot coffee by the way I love that now I have to distinguish whether it's hot or iced I've got a hot coffee and I sat and drank the first half with a fresh croissant so that was absolutely beautiful um but yeah we're gonna do my three loves three things I love about myself like about myself today because I don't want gratitude to be outdated. So number one, my brows, baby. (laughs) I literally wrote my brows, baby. Because I finally found someone in Thanet that can do a good eyebrow lamination. And I'm so glad because I literally go to my brother's wedding tomorrow and obviously Australia. So now I'm super confident in my face and I feel like I look myself again. So I'm so glad and I love them. I like I'm looking pretty tanned from some angles. I can't wait to see how tanned I am when this actually goes live. But yeah, I was trying on like shirts yesterday and I was like, oh, I'm looking pretty tanned. And people keep saying to me recently, like the last few days, like, oh, you look really tanned. Is it real? And I'm like, well, I haven't really fake tan on. I haven't been in the sun or like on a sunbed. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> I said, I'm going to go ahead and say my tattoos. When I was writing this, I was typing in this little tattoo I have was poking out. And I do say my tattoos quite often, but I do really like my tattoos. And then I said, I'm one for good luck. <laughs> my feet? I really like my feet. Especially because I just got them painted yesterday. So they're nice and pink. But everybody always tells me that I've got really pretty feet. And I agree. I do think I have nice feet. So that's the other one. That's for you foot fetish people out there. You want them. Pay me a fiver, actually. 
how much do people actually charge for like foot pics like one singular foot picture how much do you reckon i'm like how much do you reckon is the most someone's ever been paid for one foot pic if you know the answer to that please dm me or if that is you definitely dm me imagine being the person who's charged the most money for a foot pic and it's so funny because like who even cares about you selling pictures of your feet like they're your feet it's not like if they if they leak them you'll be embarrassed like it's just feet oh my god that was really scary i feel like i just had a near-death experience my mic just like fell so one hand on the mic all time today i think anyway so the general problem last week was like who do you think knows who do you i can't even, i don't even know how i would have worded it for instagram whose version of you do you think is the closest to your own version of you and i think my answer is probably lou that i lived with in uni um only because i feel like she's probably the person i've spent the most time with and when you live with someone that's also your friend i just think their version becomes quite similar of me but i also do think maybe lou knows a slightly more hyper version of me whereas gabby that i lived with knows a slightly more calm me and the only reason i'm saying lou is because like we went to uni together and everything like we pretty much spent all day every day together whereas gabby would be in a whole different room for like six hours of the day which isn't a big deal no but I just sometimes feel like the person who spends the most time with you is knows his version of you is the closest to you because they've seen all different types of you but i think gabby knows like calmly a bit more guys sorry if you can hear crash banging plopping because there's still works on in the garden and they're crash banging popping everywhere um but yeah either of either either lou or gabby i think uh, whose version is closer hyper or calm I don't know because I feel like they both exist. What is my version of myself? Maybe that should have been the journal prompt. I feel like maybe Gabby's version of me actually is a bit closer to my version of me. No, because I do think I'm quite funny. Not that Gabby doesn't think I'm funny. I don't know because we also spent the most of our time together as a three. Either of those two, Lou or Gabby. Um, okay, well, this little saying, let's jump right on into the episode. This little saying, you can do the hard things, is something I've been trying to hold with me a lot recently. We all know I'm quite hard on myself, but um, I've had to remind myself to not also be so complacent, I've put. Does that make sense? And remind myself I can do hard things. Like, I'm quite hard on myself, but I'm also, like, quite really easy on myself sometimes. Like, if I wake up late, I'm like, oh, it's okay, baby girl. Don't worry about it. You obviously needed it. Which sometimes, yes, it's true and it's productive, but maybe like twice and then you're just kind of excusing your laziness almost like starting to run setting new habits like just have to remind myself like i can do hard things and i can push past that and i can do it there are certain things i know i can do and that i know i can achieve for example like one of my goals this year was to spend a whole month abroad if only she could see me now but i was okay with this i kind of did believe i could do this there wasn't a doubt in my mind that like I wouldn't be able to achieve that and I think it was because it was something that was in within my reach and also most importantly was in my hands like it was only up to me if I was gonna save that money and like book that flight it didn't require like self-discipline but I feel like waking up early like starting a journey of like getting good at running or just like whatever it might be like learning to play piano like something like that requires like self-discipline that you might not always want to do whereas like traveling for a month like I wanted to do so I think it's like reminding yourself you can do hard things when it's like starting habits that 
aren't actually necessarily going to benefit you there and then like there and then you might not want to wake up early but like reminding yourself you can do hard things because you'll benefit from it later on stuff that requires self-discipline I think I normally see as hard like I said I'm always like it's okay baby don't worry about it you got it baby girl <laughs> I always used to say to Gabby whenever I was sad and crying I always used to look at myself in the mirror and be like it's okay baby girl because <laughs> I always call like my friends I only really call my friends from uni like I don't I've never called my friends at home this I don't know why it's just like not within our dynamic but like I always call Lou and Gabby and like Hannah and like anyone at uni baby girl <laughs> like if they're sad or if they're stressed I'm like it's okay baby girl like who cares and I always say that to myself like I'll literally be crying I'll look in the mirror and I'm like it's okay baby girl which is great and comforting but then if I'm like we're supposed to wake up at seven and I don't I'm like oh it's okay who cares don't worry about it like you've only disappointed yourself it's okay do you know what I mean um but yeah I think I've been taking it too hard recent too hard too far recently which is why I keep trying to remind myself I can do hard things and like believe in myself and like I can start a journey to become good at running like I can do that and that is within my reach and I can do hard things and then I was thinking it feels like it's almost a comeback of burnout like not wanting to actually do these hard things anymore but that's how we gain self-belief and self-worth is by proving to ourselves that we can and I was talking to my therapist about these this idea of choosing your hard I'm sure you've all seen TikToks on it it's like uh going to work out is hard but someone's being obese but like in a in a more like not shouty preachy way you do have to pick your heart um because waking up early is super hard but also then having to cram my whole day into like an hour's less work is also really hard or just feeling a bit disappointed in my in myself is also hard but that's when yeah this okay it's okay baby girl comes in and then suddenly the disappointment is easier because it's not like, I'm trying to turn the hard thing of, like, that disappointment, that, like, mental hard into being like, it's okay. And then suddenly that becomes the easier option because, like, I'm allowing myself to do that. Which, like I said, is absolutely fine. Sometimes. Not all the time. I feel like we've all heard this. Everyone's like, oh, Gen Z, like, these new, this new generation, like, has no self-discipline, has no work ethic, can't work hard. And I, like, do and really don't agree with that. Like, I think we're just working hard in different ways. Like, when they're like, oh, you're, like, taking a day off. And when I say day, I mean, like, older people. Like, you're taking a day off. Like, they can't push through. And it's like, we can. But we're also where we don't always have to. And I think I'm just trying to find the balance between that at the moment. Like, you can have a day off. Just not every day. <laughs> and I'm not saying, like, because I do work really hard, like, 99% of the time but it's it's forming these new habits it's forming the new hard like I'm good at working hard I don't think it's a problem especially because I like my job so it doesn't feel hard um and I wouldn't want to disappoint myself like for example pre-filming all these podcasts has been hard but for me knowing that I'm in Australia and I've missed a podcast that thought is way harder so I've picked my hard and it just helps that this time the hard was <laughs> the more beneficial one but it's not always the more beneficial one is kind of my point and then like I was saying it's kind of like like getting into an exercise routine is super hard for me at the moment but so is feeling super tired and just like weak and out of energy all the time but I'm picking that one because at the moment that's the that's the easier hard I also feel like we pick between like when we're talking about choose your hard it's almost like 
mental versus physical hard. So for example, the flat out one that I just said in the TikTok that's quite preachy, like getting up and exercising every morning is hard, but being insecure of your body and being not confident is also hard. Like it's a mental, ment a mental, a mental and a physical battle kind of thing. So I guess that's the question. What for you is the harder option? Are you someone who can get up and go to the gym easily because you don't want to feel that way? And for you, like going to the gym is easier than feeling shit or are you the person who's gonna sit and feel shit because getting up and going to the gym seems like a mounting of a task because at the moment I am the latter um anyway the point is whatever is harder to you most time is the one that has the more benefit because picking the thing that is harder no matter what that thing is is always going to have the benefit because you also have the benefit of the growth of being able to go and do it um and like involves like growth and stepping out of your comfort zone like whichever one it is that you find harder is always the most important one to do it's like when people say on the days that you really don't want to like stick to your habits is the most important day that you do because that's when you prove to yourself that you can do it even when times are tough um think of the last thing you did that was like super hard did you get an a on a test did you run a 5k did you cut off a toxic person how good did it feel to prove to yourself that you could do that like there is nothing better than like for example working on a uni project studying for a test and then like doing it and getting back like the joy when I found out I'd got a first like I really really did think I did like I would have been more surprised if I didn't but you know when there's always that niggle in the back of your mind like did I did I did I um but when I did it I was like oh my god that was all so worth it like I think I always knew that for me it would be harder to open that piece of paper and have, and I'm not saying a 2-1 is bad, let's not start this whole GCSE grade beef. A grade is completely relative, so I'm not even going to go into that because I think you all know I don't mean that. But because I had been working so hard and wanted a first so bad, and almost because like I didn't like uni so much, I was not I didn't like uni so much, obviously we all know I love my uni experience, I love the girls I live with, but because I had this, my po- well I didn't have my podcast at the time, but like, my socials and like almost my career like waiting for me I was like if I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna be here for three years I'm gonna do it like the last thing I want to do is like waste my time here if you will and then get a third like I'm not doing that I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do well and I think yeah for me I knew that hard would have been opening that and thinking fuck because then I would have been like I just wish I wouldn't have spent so much time on it just the amount of time I'd given it I just felt like I deserved it so yeah I think that would have been my hard but how does how good does it feel when you do something hard and you really train for something hard and then finally pays off like it's like that thing I was talking about last week the desire underneath everything is to feel good and doing hard things is so good because it makes you feel it improves yourself I think it's like the number one thing that improves your self-worth and your self-belief is just like proving to yourself that you can do it is his name James Smith James Smith is it Smith I feel like I've made that up you know the Aussie PT guy who's always on TikTok and he's like, you're fat. Like, he's really ruthless. Um, he was on Diver CEO for the second time. I've not listened to it all, but the first part, he talked about a study where people got told they had an advantage in, like, this... I think it was, like, a sporting kind of activity. And one group got told they had, a like, gene in their genetics that meant they would be better and one group got told they didn't and they'd be at a disadvantage. Obviously, 
both groups were the same this gene like didn't exist none of them had it whatever it was but the people who got told they had it performed better and they thought that's really interesting because although that's not we were talking they we i was not part of the interview they were talking about how fake it till you make it kind of thing and james said that and i i don't really agree because i don't think that's faking it faking it till you make it because you can't tell yourself you have a gene that's going to make you better at tennis when you know you don't but someone else could tell you and you wouldn't know if they were lying or not so it's more of a placebo i think that study than fake it till you make it but anyway but it got me thinking obviously is there anything similar is there any research experiments stats on self-belief and success because obviously in your head you think someone who has high self-belief must perform better because they believe they can they believe they're worth it so it must show but I couldn't really find any experiments or something like that if you will but I found two two stats that were relevant kind of to what I was trying to find People with a higher self-esteem earn, on average, £7,000 more a year. It did say that's in blue-collar families, not white-collar families. I have no idea what that means. At first, I thought it meant blue-collar like cops. It was an American-like thing, obviously, because it says dollars. I didn't know what that was. I don't know if that just means, like, higher class or middle class and then white-collars. I have no idea. Um... But that's obviously interesting. And I kind of assumed that. And then this is kind of like what we were saying about tests. Those who had more academic self-belief on average had 41 points more in their GCSEs compared to those who had the least confidence. And I feel like I almost found exactly what I was looking for. I knew this would be the case, but I just wanted to throw uh, stats like that in there to prove to you how your self-belief and how believing you can do hard things or not actually does have a huge impact on your life if you go into something thinking you can't do it you probably won't you can or can't you're all you can or can't you're always right that's it isn't it so when someone says i can't do something you're, you're always going to be right whatever it is that you choose to pick you're always going to be right whatever attitude you go into a task with you're always going to be right if you think you're going to be shit and you don't deserve it you're not going to get it simple as but if you think you do you've got a way better chance of getting it um and then there was there was loads of like facts and studies on like um body size and body image especially in women when i was looking i was thinking this is weird and i don't know if i'm just lucky that i don't think like this or if actually these studies are all just assuming that women are affected that much by what our bodies look like but it was talking about like body image and success and self-belief and self-doubt and I was like I don't not believe I can do something because of the size of my waist it's it's me as a person it's my willpower it's my own self-discipline that is like stopping me or not stopping me like letting me go forward and believing in myself like it's not my waist size I don't know are these biased or are they not like I thought it was a bit weird there was also an article that was like 22 facts about self-esteem that will make you feel better and all it did was call out the different percentage of people with low self-esteem. Like women of colour are, like this percent of women of colour have low self-esteem. This percent of like men, this percent of teenagers who are overweight have, like it was so weird. And it was like, 
why is this designed to make you feel better? Like, why is saying, look, all these other people have shit self-esteem as well. Like, we shouldn't find comfort in that. Like, I get that we will because it's like, oh, we're not alone. But it was literally just 22 different percentages on on different people who had different levels of self-esteem. I thought it was going to tell me, like, things that would actually make me feel better or motivate me. Like, people with high self-esteem are x amount more likely to get their dream job and stuff like that to make you think okay i'm gonna work on my self-esteem but really it was just like don't worry everybody else has low self-esteem as well which i just thought was a bit weird but i want to ask you anyway why do you think you can't do hard things if you if you do feel that way why do or don't you believe in yourself because i don't think we do or don't believe in ourselves due to the size of our fucking waist i don't think we're not going to get a job interview because we're a size 12 now and not a size 8 or we're plus size or we're whatever it is I don't think and maybe I'm just in a really fortunate position but when talking about like success and doing hard things like I don't think I'm not going to be able to wake up early every morning because I'm now a size 12 and no longer a size 8 like that that's not why (laughs) but a lot of these articles suggest that it might be in women um so yeah I just want you to reflect on that because I don't think it is and I think that's unfair to say that's why women don't have self-belief Oh my god, my coffee's frozen. Um, anyway, yeah, I was expecting like a running race experiment. Like, these people believed they could run a 20k in 30 minutes, and these people didn't think they could, they thought they'd be shit. And then I thought, you know, that team would run it in 30 minutes, and that team wouldn't, or they'd give up halfway through or stuff. I was looking for something like that, but anyway, irrelevant because I couldn't fucking find one. Um, I will keep searching though because I do think it's interesting. So how do we really start to believe in ourselves? Before I say anything else, the number one thing I think is you have, you have, have to prove yourself wrong. If you do not prove yourself wrong, I don't think you can get anywhere. I don't know if you've seen that TikTok sound. Maybe it's because I feel like I'm still on gym talk even though I don't even fucking go to gym anymore. It's like, it's just you and you. Nobody else is watching. Who's gonna fold first? It's just you and you now. Um, it's quite a motivating sound but it's the idea of it is just you and you who is going to fold first you have to prove yourself wrong you are not your thoughts so you can prove them wrong we always have motivation to like I always had motivation to prove teachers wrong my chemistry teacher once put me up on the board and was like Megan you're in red you're getting a D and you're supposed to be getting a B and I was like, well, to be fair, I didn't really care about her. I was like, fuck you, I don't like chemistry. I find it hard. I don't care. I probably won't. But there was other teachers and other people in my life or, like, friends that have doubted me that 100% I want to prove wrong. Um, and I did. And I find it great motivation because I'm like, fuck you, let me prove you wrong. You can do that to your own thoughts. We always want to prove teachers wrong, haters wrong, anyone wrong who says something bad about us. Most of the time, if you're in a good headspace, you think, fuck you. I can do that actually like whenever someone tells you you can't do something you always want to do it don't you even someone saying you can't laugh well now I want to laugh it's like simple but when our own thoughts are like no you can't do that we're like oh really do you think like we're way more inclined to listen to our own thoughts than someone else's which I think is silly when it comes to self-belief because just like you are not that teacher you are not your thoughts and you can prove yourself wrong and I actually think it's incredibly empowering to do so. That first moment when you think, oh, fuck, I can't wake up at 6am. And then you do it and you think, oh, I could probably do that again tomorrow. And you do it tomorrow and you think, oh, fuck, 
I was wrong all along. And then your self-belief will slowly get more and more and more because you're literally proving to yourself that you can do hard things and you will no longer have a reason to believe you can't because all you've done is prove to yourself that you can. This one isn't really a how-to, but it's more of a, I don't know, a motivational theory, if you will. It's not, but like, how is anyone going to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? You'd never place a bet on a runner who thought they were going to lose the race. You'd never support a team who always said they were shit. You'd never hire someone who would tell you they don't think they're going to be able to do a very good job. How do you expect someone to back you when you can't even back you? I feel like the interview scenario is like the best way to look at it. Because it's not like, how the hell are you going, you know, what's the, what's the RuPaul thing? If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Or like how, I know that's the RuPaul thing, but I mean, like you know when people say, how can you expect someone to love you when you don't love yourself? So true. But I feel like this is actually a bit more logical than that. Like if you, imagine you walked into an interview and you told them all of your like imposter syndrome thoughts and you were like, yeah, I don't actually think I'll be able to do this job. You, there's definitely someone else in that interview room, by the way, that's going to do a better job than me. Because that's how you feel when you sit down for an interview and there's the room full of people you think, someone else in here is going to get it. There's someone else in here that's better than me. Imagine you walked into the interview and you told them that. Oh, there's someone else in that room that's better than me, probably, by the way. They'll be like, okay, bye then. Obviously, I'm not going to randomly back you when you're telling me you're shit. Why would the interviewer be like, nah, I think, no. Do you know what? No, I think there is something good about you. They're going to be like, oh, well, thanks for telling me you're shit and not wasting my time. Bye. Like, how do you ever expect someone to back you when you literally can't even back yourself? And it's not me saying, like, your family don't believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. Of course not. There are always going to be people in this world that are going to believe in you even when you don't. There's always going to be people in this world who are going to love you unconditionally even when you don't love yourself. But I mean in in circumstances like that, if you don't believe you deserve that promotion, why on earth would your boss give you it? Because you can probably, he can probably tell from your body language and stuff that you actually don't think you deserve it. So you're not going to get it. You can't go through this life wondering why you you're not getting things when you actually don't feel like you deserve them because you're not on that same frequency as of them it's like simple law of attraction rules you have to be on the same frequency as the things you want to um attract and i think that's where i'm going with this point that it's like it's almost like that thing on tiktok at the moment everyone's talking about like everyone knows that lucky girl who just thinks good things are going to happen to them it's like how can you think you can do hard things and expect other people to believe in you that you can do hard things when all you're doing is running around telling people you can't it's quite quite plain and simple really isn't it um but yeah i think that job analogy interview is like the perfect example of it because even if even if you're like looking for support from people around you or like me sometimes when i'm on social media i'm like these people aren't going to back you to do your everyday habits because all you keep doing is telling them that you're failing. So why on earth would they expect you to be able to do them? Because all you do is tell them that once again, you haven't done it. Um, anyway, yeah, obviously I don't mean your family and whoever aren't going to back you. I just mean, think of it logically. Like you actually just have to back yourself in life first. Because what if you meet someone one day who tells you, your dreams are fucking crazy and you can never accomplish them. You need to be able to say, 
I can do hard things. I back myself and I can do it. Um, and I really do think you can just fake it until you make it because you can walk into that interview and be like, I deserve this job. I'm best for this job. You don't have to believe it yet. As long as you feel like you are, and as long as you feel like you can back yourself and you can fake it, everyone else around you is going to think you can. And then they're going to start supporting you. And then they're going to start treating you like you deserve it. And you'll be, even though you're fakely living on that same frequency, you're still there. And I think that's essentially the same thing because sometimes I think when you're trying to fake confidence, all of a sudden there's this blurred line and you put on a dress and you might be faking it, but you're like, like me and the girls in the house, I always say it's crazy how much of an impact it had. We always had this joke that we'd be like, no, you're fit. And even when we come downstairs and like, we actively like look ugly, like we've just woke up out of bed and we've got like one of our pajama legs is up our leg, the other one's down, our hair's in a bun, like we've got sleep in our eyes, mascara on our face. And I'm like, I got to I'm like, how fit do I look? And everyone be like, oh my God, you're fit. Like, what the fuck? You look so fit. And like, eventually we'd be getting ready and like, we'd be getting ready to actually look nice. And although sometimes we might be like, oh, my makeup is whatever. Like that would be our inkling to be like, I don't love my hair. We just constantly, as a joke, would be like, we'd look in the mirror every time we got ready and be like, oh my God, I'm fit as fuck. We'd be like, oh my God, yeah, you're fire. <laughs> like, as an over-exaggerated joke, but like, it's crazy, like, how much it made a difference on things. Like, now, when I look in the mirror, my first reaction, as soon as I think I look ugly, is to jokingly be like, you're fit. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, well, actually, I'm quite fit. <laughs> Honestly, if you're struggling with confidence, every time you want to say you're ugly, jokingly like sarcastically tell yourself you look fit one you'll smile and you'll laugh and you won't feel sad anymore about the fact that you think you look ugly and you will start to believe it like it's actually like i swear it's a magic trick like i can't actually <laughs> tell you how much of a difference it makes to just look in the mirror and be like oh you're fit <laughs> like sometimes i'll be sat there with my food baby and like have my hands on it as if i'm doing a pregnancy reveal and i'm like oh my god you're fit as fuck in the mirror and i'm like yeah i'm fit and i'm no longer sad about my belly because i'm just laughing about it so yeah write down all the things you're good at improve on a current skill find a new one learn a new one you've literally just got to one day say shut up to that voice in your head and be like watch this you can play guitar and you're looking for that next boost of confidence, learn a new song, prove to yourself that you can do something hard, prove to yourself that you can learn something and eventually that voice in your head will just shut up. But until then you need to be like, watch me and you need to actively try to prove it wrong because you can, it's all within your own power. Whether or not you're going to wake up at 6am tomorrow is completely up to you. Whether or not you're going to sit and learn that new song on the guitar to prove to yourself that you can do hard things it's completely up to you. Yeah, there's a voice in your head maybe saying, oh, you can't do it. But literally all you have to do is get up and do it. Which is obviously easier said than done, but really that is all there is to it. You want to walk into a job interview confident? Okay, do that. Walk into a job interview confident. Who said you had to walk in thinking you didn't deserve it? Absolutely no one. So, kind of like we were talking about last week, you are in control of your own emotions and you can be the decision if you can make the decision if you think you can do hard things and you can prove to yourself that you can so the journal prompt what did i say do you believe you can do hard things do you believe in yourself why do you or why don't you a nice quick episode 
I just kind of wanted it to be a little reminder that you guys are stronger than you think, smarter than you think, braver than you think, more beautiful than you think, and you can do hard things and you deserve good things in this life and they're gonna come to you if you believe in yourself. Believe you are the lucky girl, believe you're the girl who deserves the interview, believe in yourself that you can do hard things and the world will unfold in your hands. I love you so much. I will see you next week on bloody Christmas Day. That is so weird because it's November 4th right now. (laughs) Love you all so much and I will see you next week. Bye.